David. Hey there, this is Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com, the place for homeschool and Montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered, organized teachers, nurture happy children, and create smooth and successful days. Let's get you closer to your transformation today. Welcome. Welcome to the Natural Homeschool Show. I am Tanya Wright, creator of the Montessori Way Foundation's framework, and I am the owner of thenaturalhomeschool.com. I am so excited that you are here, that I am here, and we're ready to learn. We're ready to delve deep into one Montessori topic at a time. Each week we focus on a different topic, but you know what? Every week you will walk away with some actionable uh, tips that you can put together and you can implement right away and that will bring you success so you can become a centered organized Montessori guide. So let's get started. First, I want to invite you to two groups that I have on Facebook. One is for homeschoolers only, no matter what method of education that you're doing, it is for all homeschoolers, including Montessori, of course. So find the natural homeschool community on Facebook in the groups and request to join, you won't regret it. It is such a great group. We talk about all different topics about homeschooling. And if you wanted more support for Montessori only, then you will love the Montessori Way Prep Room. It's a Facebook group and we talk all things Montessori that I know that you will love and you will be interested in. So go ahead and find those on Facebook, request to join and you will be a part of it. Now, if you are interested in these topics that I give you trainings on, these trainings are completely free and they are, um, you know, just giving you three actionable steps that you can get started on. But if you wanted to delve deeper into the, the topics, then you will want to sign up for the emails. It's a weekly email where I send you an email that delves deeper in whatever topic I talked about. So for example, today I will be talking about botany, which is a subject in science, in Montessori science, and it talks about plants. So if you were wanting to delve deeper into that topic, then you will want to receive my emails because I send an email that sends you even more information that takes you even farther on your journey in that topic. So if you're interested, go ahead and sign up. I put the link in the comments as well. So you just go to thenaturalhomeschool.com slash let's dive deeper weekly emails with dashes in between each word. Let's dive deeper weekly emails. So you will be able to get those emails and get more information to go farther on your journey. All right, so I see that we have Donna. Hello from Iowa. Oh, I'm so glad it's sunny. It will be 30 degrees today in Iowa, but it is sunny. That is great. And they're doing, her grandchildren are doing online Montessori with her. That is so great. It's so great to have you here, Donna. Well, I hope that today's topic will be super helpful for you. I know it will be because like I said, spring is right around the corner. And even if you're not watching this around springtime and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm watching this in the dead of winter. It's okay. Spring is coming at one point or another, right? So best to be prepared. <laughs> All right. 
So today's topic is Montessori Botany Works to prioritize. There are so many amazing works for Montessori Botany, which is a study of plants that I had to narrow it down to three most important ones to prioritize on. And I wanted to talk about botany right now because I, it's just time is sneaking up on us. I'm starting my garden. If you have been following me on social media, uh, you will see that I've started my garden. We had our first salad from the very first harvest of our salad greens yesterday. It was delicious. We had lettuce greens, red lettuce, purple kale, and spinach. And it was absolutely amazing. The tomatoes are not ready. The cucumbers are not ready, but they are growing and they're on their way. I love new beginnings and plants and gardens remind me of that. Spring reminds me of new beginnings. Don't you love new beginnings? They are so great. They are a new opportunity to do things better, more beautiful, and more inspirational. So in this training, we are bringing the concept of a branch of science that studies plants to life, botany, activities in Montessori. I have called this training Montessori, um, Montessori Botany Works to prioritize for several reasons. For one, I love Montessori garden activities. So we will be discussing that here. Also, we have been enjoying Montessori botany lessons in our homeschool regularly for years, especially right as spring is about to begin. So if you are looking for this and kids gardening ideas, you are in the right place. If you are looking to become a centered organized Montessori guide and you want to nurture happy normalized children so you can create smooth, successful Montessori days, then welcome. This is the right place for you. Let me know in comments what you know about this topic as I'm discussing it. Let me know what you have applied, what you have tried, what, what has worked for you, what hasn't worked for you. I know that not all of us have the green thumb, as they say, <laughs> where we can keep plants alive. But you know what? We can still learn about plants. It's not all about planting a huge garden and keeping it alive, although that, that would be great and that is important, of course. It is not only about that. So let's go into topic number one and no it's not planting a garden number one is learn the nomenclature nomenclature is in other words vocabulary right teach children vocabulary i like to use montessori botany puzzles where you have a picture and a word and children match them up like puzzle pieces or three-part cards to teach children. I have some right here. I keep all of my three-part cards in these kinds of pouches to keep them organized. I also put the title of the, the topic for the cards. So you have the three-part cards here and the three-part cards are the ones where you have the picture with the word attached to it. And then the second part is where you have just the picture and the third part is where you have just the word, just the label. So in other words, what you're going to be doing is teaching the child to find, we have these gardening three-part cards where they learn the nomenclature of it. So they're going to find the birdhouse that has the picture and the word. Then they're going to find the picture of the birdhouse and match it up right next to it like this. And then they're going to match up the term that is that is why it's called three-part cards because children are learning the nomenclature 
with the visuals. So that is very important. I love three part cards because of that. But you can use posters, you can use anything that will teach children the nomenclature. You can even actually go and show them this is a pot and show them a pot. And this is a glove, gardening glove. This is a trowel. This is a shovel. This is a watering can, you know, like all the different terms. But go beyond the names of the gardening tools. Go into the names of plants, the names of different flower plants, the names of fruit and vegetable, and you can even go deeper than that. So what is a tool, gardening tool names, then the plants and the flower plant names, fruit and vegetable names. You can even go into the actual plant and the parts of the plant, the names of the parts of the plant, the root, the stem, the leaves, the flower, um, the fruit, all of that. So you can go so deep into this topic that you will not be lost. You will have plenty to think about, plenty to teach about. So you need to include anything, anything that you feel is necessary to maximize learning and give children the independence to know the right terms. Make the words easy and fun to learn. That's why I love visuals. I love pictures. You can also use the actual item. You, you would probably need to go outside to do that. A quote by Maria Montessori is, it is not enough for the teacher to love the child. She must first love and understand the universe. She must prepare herself and truly work at it. That was Maria Montessori. And I agree, if we want to understand the universe, the world, we need to know the nomenclature. So if we know the nomenclature, then we can teach the children the nomenclature, the vocabulary. Very important. I absolutely loved when I taught my children the nomenclature for gardening all the gardening tools and everything. And all of a sudden we go outside and we're going to plant our garden or we're going to plant seeds. And I teach my children the names of the different seeds and the parts of the seeds. And my children are retaining the information and they're repeating the information. It is so beautiful to hear them saying it back because there are two priorities that we have as Montessori guides. One, the child's safety. And two is child learning. So when you see those two things happening, our heart swells with joy. Here's another set of uh, three-part cards that I have that are a little different. Those have real pictures. These have uh, more of the drawings. They're all great, but it's your choice how you want to, to do that. And you teach your children the different terms, the hand cultivator, the gardening boots, the plant. What else? We have the pitchfork all the different gardening tools and different things that we might need. Oh, even a spritzer. We have a shovel, watering can. So you teach children the nomenclature in any way that you see fit. The children will learn and have fun while doing it. Number two, this one's fun. Learn the stuff. Botany Montessori includes nomenclature, but also steps. Steps to what? What do I mean by that? Well, you can include the steps that plant seeds go through to grow roots, leaves, etc., until they are full grown. You can also include the steps to plant a plant. I love to make this a unit study. So children are not only going to be talking about it. Children learn best the steps in gardening with pictures because it gives them a good visual. This is something that I use that I have made and used in the past. 
and it has helped my children so much. Now, if you notice any um, familiarity with these cards, yes, they are three-part cards. You see, they're three-part cards, but I use them as posters as well. Why? Because I want children to see the order. You see number two right here and number one and three and four, and there's 12 steps on how to plant a plant. So I have these pages and I leave them on together like this as posters so they can follow the steps in order. And yes, I still print out a second copy for them to make three-part cards and all that. Uh, but I like to use these as posters because it gives them all the steps on how to plant a plant. Number one, get a plant you like. Number two, dig a hole bigger than the plant. Number three, cut the container off carefully. You will need adult supervision with this, of course, as always, safety is first. Number four, put plant in the hole. And that is just four steps out of the 12 steps that children can easily follow. So when you're talking to children about the steps of planting a plant, they can see it, they can visualize it, they see how it's done. You can even demonstrate it for them if you're going to be planting a garden. But it is very important when they know the vocabulary, then they learn the steps. Remember, the steps could be different things. This one is how to plant a plant, but you can do steps to how a plant grows from a seed to full grown or the steps of how fruit grows, how it starts as a flower and then the flower withers and dries and then the fruit starts to grow and mature and all that. So there are so many different things that you can teach in terms of steps in botany, okay? You can definitely get creative here. Use gardening cards, games, posters, or activities that teach children about plant growth. What's best is why not use real items that they can feel, touch, and experience firsthand, right? Well, let me tell you a Maria Montessori quote that I love for this section. She says, we give the name scientist to the type of man who has felt experiment to be a means guiding him to search out the deep truth of life, to lift a veil from its fascinating secrets, and who, in this pursuit, has felt arising within him a love for the mystery of nature, so passionate as to annihilate the thought of himself. So in other words, a scientist is someone that has found that passion that has lifted the veil of the mysteries, the secret mysteries, and imagine how children feel. I remember my children's faces when I first took a plant out of a pot and removed the soil and they saw the roots and I taught them how roots work to drink the water and to carry the water throughout the plant. Their eyes were just Shining. They were like, oh, what a mystery. It's a secret that now I know. And they became so passionate about it. And they love plants. They still love to tend to the garden with me, to plant with me, and especially harvest it and reap the fruit of our labor. Last night, we had the first salad out of our garden, and it was so much fun. So much fun. I cannot tell you just how fascinating that is. The learning botany can take place indoors and outdoors. Okay, so let me show you just a little tiny few second break and then I will be right back with step number three. Do not forget that we have three actionable steps right now. So I will come back with step number three in just a second.
right, welcome back. And now that you have seen that there is, there are so many different ideas that you can use for botany, for teaching botany to your children without getting your hands dirty, let's talk about the way to get our hands dirty. And that is to actually plant a garden. Guys, I have such a big smile on my face because that is my baby. That is the most passionate thing for me. I look forward to spring because we absolutely love to plant a garden. I discovered something though. I discovered something that has been a life changer for me. Yes, you can have indoor plants year round. There are plants that you can have inside. Your children can help you water. Your children can help you clean and maintain and everything. But my discovery was that I can actually keep orchids alive. Orchids, they are so gorgeous. If you're following me on social media, go to Natural Homeschool on Instagram or Facebook anywhere and you will see that I'm sharing pictures of my orchids and my plants and my garden. It is so much fun. I, I, I've owned orchids before and I was not able to keep them blooming. Their, their flowers would die right away and I did all kinds of research and it was just so sad. This was many years ago, uh, about 15, 12, 15 years ago and I just kind of gave up really. That was when I lived in the Dutch Caribbean. Then I moved to Brazil and I had some there and it was easier to keep them alive there even though they weren't blooming as much because where I lived in Brazil and Sao Paulo is not very sunny to tell you the truth. So that was a little bit of labor intensive for me. And then here in Arizona, I thought, no, there's no way it's desert. It's so hot, it's so dry. There's no way that, uh, that orchids will, will stay alive here long enough. But you know what? A friend of mine gave me an orchid plant for my birthday last October and I was like oh boy I don't know what's gonna happen with this poor plant but I promise to try my best and it has been amazing it's beautiful it's still beautiful it's still producing all the flowers since then have died but the the actual buds are growing and they're starting to bloom again and all that so I feel successful and now uh, for Valentine's Day, I got more orchids now that I can prove that I can keep them alive. So I have four plants and my daughter has one. They are all different uh, types of Phalaenopsis orchids and they are so gorgeous. You only have to water them once a week and you just need to make sure that you know how much to water them depending on where you live. But guys, it is so worth it. Try it. If you can't plant a garden outside, try indoor plants. Have a little garden, an herb garden or something, okay? Now, let me tell you what you can do, okay? So continuing with your Montessori botany curriculum with gardening ideas for kids, you will want to take it outside if you can. Some places are still snowy right now, but just keep in mind that you can start planting the seeds right now and it will take two to three weeks for them to start sprouting. And then you can wait a little bit longer than that until you actually have to put them in the ground. So just think about how much children will learn through this project of planting a garden. So by now, if you have followed my advice, the children know the nomenclature or, um, you know, of the gardening tools, fruits, vegetables, plants, and all that, but they also know the steps of growing a plant or planting a plant. It depends on what you want to focus on. The sky is the limit, right? So why not actually use those tools and follow those steps to plant a garden? I know that not everyone is able to have 
a big garden. We don't have a very big one, to be honest with you, but anything will do. Even the small ones in pots, on a windowsill, it doesn't matter. Plants are so beautiful to have. The important thing is that children learn with as many hands-on activities as possible. And the beauty about plants and gardens is that children can actually watch the fruit of their labor. They can watch them grow from seed, produce fruit or flowers or whatever it is, the herbs. It will be an unforgettable experience. So I want to show you that in the, the bundle that I showed you in the little commercial, there is a garden square foot map printable. That's a bonus that is going to be super helpful. You can keep track of everything here, what works and what doesn't work in your um, time zone and all of that. And then you will also get some Maria Montessori nature quotes that are just absolutely beautiful and encouraging. And children will love to listen to these. This is such a great hands-on planner. You sit down with the children, you plan out your garden, even if it's not completely square like this, I still used mine. Mine is long. So I use, well, I have two parts, two gardens. So I use the top two for one garden and the, the bottom two for the other garden to plan my gardening out. And I'm keeping track of uh, what is growing well, where, how much shade there is, how much sun there is, if they get more morning sun, more afternoon sun, and all of that good stuff. So this, this bonus will get you organized and keep you organized throughout your gardening season. Keep it, keep it not only for the memories, but keep it so you can remember year after year, oh yeah, we probably should plant this one over here because there's more shade, or this one needed more sun, so let's move it over here next time, you know, things like that. So you will take all kinds of notes, you will get smarter and more experienced, and you will actually teach children how to go through that process, reason through the process, paying attention to the sun, to how much sun, how much shade, how much heat. Obviously the lettuce has to be, because it's more fragile, it has to be in more shade, tomatoes as well, but the zucchini, for example, is hardier, so it can be in the sun a little longer, things like that. So you will just get really smart about those things, and these extra bonus papers will get you there, will keep you organized, will get you smart, okay? there, There's a quote by Maria Montessori that I want to share with you, and I love it. There is no description, no image in any book that is capable of replacing the sight of real trees and all the life to be found around them in a real forest. Something emanates from those trees that speaks to the soul, something no book, no museum is capable of giving. That is a beautiful quote by Maria Montessori, and I agree with her completely, 100%, that it is important, even if planting a garden is a set of three pots, on the windowsill. It doesn't matter. The experience will be absolutely unforgettable. Children are going to love it. They're going to enjoy it. You're going to learn so, so much. So aren't these great gardening activities? Learn the nomenclature, learn the steps, and then plant a garden, whatever that looks for you. See, whenever I am helping my clients in the Montessori Way Foundations framework, I tell them that Montessori is for everyone. It's not an all or nothing. Our two priorities are child safety and child learning. But if we can, in the meantime, we can shortcut and reduce the overwhelm in us, right? So a bundle such as this uh, botany bundle will help shortcut your journey to, to um, 
the botany lessons if you want to. You can go to the link in the comments or you can go to shop.thenaturalhomeschool.com and search botany. You will see that picture right there and you will recognize it right away if you want to. And I just know that children are going to learn so, so much from this unit that you are not going to regret it. You will actually want to do it every single year with your children. I just know it. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. If you have any questions or comments, I will come back. I get notifications and I come back and I respond. So if you are interested in anything, if you wanted to ask me questions about something, go ahead and leave those comments and I will come back and respond to you. I love to do these weekly trainings. Even if uh, some people are brand new to Montessori, they can still walk away with a little something. Even if they don't feel that they are ready to start 100%, I give you some baby steps, some little tip, a little trick, a little hack, a little something that you can walk away with and feel successful. But you can do it right now and be a winner. So start thinking about your botany lessons. Start thinking, what are you going to do? How are you going to plan those out? Please, please, please try to include this in your Montessori curriculum and your Montessori lessons because I have done this for years and I can tell you that how children learn and how they're fascinated by plants will be amazing to them. And you know what? They will also learn to love their planet and care for it. So let's do it. I will see you next week with another awesome Montessori training. Until then, see you later. I appreciate you sharing I appreciate you sharing time with me today. You have tons of choices about what you're listening to and I love that you chose the Natural Homeschool show. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Until next time. This is Tanya Wright with the naturalhomeschool.com. I hope that you will use this training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.